Why do you love it so much? I think if you own your own business, you have to be prepared to take risks. Being a woman doesn't hold you back from achieving success. Yep, so if you're struggling, just stop and pause and, and really reflect on why am I struggling here. But I've also worked really hard and telling me it's luck, I think, just takes away some of that recognition of the hard work. One last question. Welcome to Tea with the Queen, a show where I talk with some of my favourite go-getters, inspiring and courageous women in leadership and business. I'm your host, Emma McQueen. I'm a business coach, executive coach, author and speaker. And for 20 years, I've been working with women to unlock their potential and get paid their worth while doing work they love. Are you doing the work you love? I know I am, and I know today's guest is too. Fee Mims left the corporate world 15 years ago to start up her own photography business. Each day, she helps others in business look great on their websites, in social media, and their marketing collateral. Fee calls herself a visual content strategist. She helps business owners, thought leaders, and career professionals look their absolute best in front of the camera. Fee's enthusiasm for what she does is truly inspirational. I hope you enjoy this interview. Hi, Fee. Welcome to Tea with the Queen. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm so excited to be here. It's lovely to have you with us, and I know that people will get a lot out of our conversation today. So tell me, when people think of a brand, they almost immediately think of an image associated with that brand. Um, How important, then, is it to have the right image? I think I could just spend the whole whole interview on this question. It's such a good one. But um, yes, I mean, it's in short, it's essential. The reason it's essential is because your brand really is your biggest asset. And I don't think people often think of it that way because we often focus on what we're selling and how we're selling. But really your brand is because there's so much competition in the marketplace these days and so much online competition now more than ever. Your brand really is the only thing that will set you apart often from your competitors, others in your industry, because that's the thing that reflects who you are and your personality. So, um, yeah, it's essential. And it's also about first impressions and being memorable and, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think first impressions really nail it because people see that before they might see you as the actual person, inhuman person, right? Mm, mm. But you're not just a photographer, my friend. You are a great one at that, by the way. Um, You're a visual content strategist, which cracks me up. But what is that for those at home playing along? It's a very fancy term. (laughs) Let's just put that out there. It's a very fancy way of saying I am someone who thinks a lot about the strategy behind an image and how to use it. And I think that is what sets a branding photographer apart from a portrait photographer, let's say, uh, because it's not about just capturing a great image. It's about capturing the right image for your client. I love that because I feel like then you put so much thought into it that the photographs that you then take of the people that you capture make them it well aligned to their brand, yeah, because you put so much thought into it. Mm. And we do that before the session. I mean, that's part of my process with my clients. Uh, and I think often that can stop people from booking in for a branding session or moving forward. <laughs> you know, there's lots of things that can stop us. But, you know, they often if people call me, they'll say, um, you know, it's taken me a while because I wasn't, I'm just not sure what I need or I don't know what my brand looks like. 
But a good branding photographer will help a person through that process if they're unsure. Um, so I work with people that, you know, like yourself, that are already very established and they, they do have a very good idea of what their brand looks like and their messaging. Um, but then, of course, there are others that um, may be just starting out or they might have been in business for a long time, but they just haven't put that thought into their brand before. So they have a lot more questions and you should never feel alone in that. You can work with your photographer on that. So what I'm hearing you say, which is my favourite word, but you didn't say it, so I'm just going to put it out there. But what I'm hearing you say is that you help people get clarity about what their brand is <laughs> and what they, how they want to be photographed. Yes, clarity. That's a great word. <laughs> I give them brand clarity, absolutely, on their messaging and, you know, even their colour palette and how to create that cohesive feel, not just in your images, but across your whole brand. Yes, yes. Well, and I do know because I most recently had a shoot with you and it was awesome and I'm thrilled with my photos and I've had that many comments about the photos uh, and people just saying to me, the photos are exactly me. Mm. So we nailed it. Yay! It was such a fun shoot. <laughs> it was but, a fun shoot. <laughs> cold, but fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, so cold. You wouldn't know though to look at the images and that's that's the beauty of it, but you know, I planned that. <laughs> <laughs> it was strategic. <laughs> Love it. Tell me, what um, what should people know about when creating a personal brand website? Well, a website? Well, it's kind of similar to the work I probably do with people around their images. You, you really have to think about what you want people's first impression to be when they hit your website. So I think there are a few important things, and that is that they obviously need to see who you are very quickly, whether that's on the homepage or the about page. Homepage is great, by the way, if you can put yourself on there. <laughs> There's the tip. <laughs> um, but a lot of people, I think, still hold back from putting them forward in their business and putting their face online. They like to hide behind their logo, but people just want to connect with you. And so many people now, that may be the determining factor as to whether they stay and spend time on that site or not. Because they, if, if it doesn't look like a human brand, there's no connection, they're going to go and connect with someone else instead. So I think that's really important. And I suppose your brand, let's face it, it's, it's, it's bigger than your images. So customer journey is really important as well. So when they hit your website, they have to get a very clear understanding of your brand straight away. But then you have to make it easy for them to connect with you. So whether that's through the pages you send them to or making it easy for them to literally then contact you, I think that's that's part of your brand experience as well. I love that because I often talk about being easy to buy, but mm. you're, it sounds like you're talking about being easy to find and yeah. then easy to buy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't want to stop the process once they, they find you, do you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. So when someone decides to invest in a photographer, um, is it better to go studio or on location shoot or both? When I talk about my shoots with clients, my studio has quite a minimal feel. So it's got black and white walls and it's obviously indoors. So for me, when I talk to my clients about what's better for them, it's, look, are you looking for something that maybe is more focused around close-up headshots and a nice minimal clean look? Then the studio is great. But I think outdoor shots which I sometimes say are more that sort of lifestyle type of imagery. They're great for just bringing a lot more energy and uh, other elements into the images. There's that nice just outdoors feel with space. So if you're looking for something potentially around social media content, I think outdoor shots are wonderful. But it, at the end of the day, it does come down to your brand. And of course, I think everyone should have both. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> what we wear is obviously important to creating that image. Mm. Um, what do you recommend your clients? 
Yeah, that's a big question. And again, it is something that a lot of my clients, because I do mostly photograph women as well, and you know, we want to look amazing on camera and we want to feel great and knowing what to wear can stop them in their tracks as well and often make them avoid booking a shoot. What you wear is different for everyone because everyone has a different, you know, different hair colour, different looks, different brand personality. So um, I suppose looking at it in a holistic way, you obviously want to wear things that make you feel great, that are flattering, but that reflect your brand. So I suppose a really um, easy example of that is if you are a life coach who is wanting to work with maybe small business small business people that are mums at home, you're not going to dress up in a power suit, you know. So you want to really resonate with your audience and it's obviously got to be how you want to look because branding is about positioning. So you might want to look like that power suit person or someone a little bit more, I don't know, styled up. But I also say it's important to show different sides of your personality. So, you know, like we did with your shoot, we had you in this gorgeous white suit because that was the Emma McQueen that is potentially on stage or talking. But then we had you in your jeans and T-shirt because that's still your brand. It wasn't two different people, but it still had that cohesive feel of who you are. But just showed that different sides of you that I think people want to see as well. Yeah, I did. I did love that. And I loved that, um, well... I have a secret weapon in Nicole Vine, personal yes. stylist. <laughs> so she helped me pick my outfits for it. But also, you know, I'm not a great makeup and hair doer, wearer, whatever it is. Um, I'm normally mum in a bun yeah. <laughs> type situation. But the beautiful thing about coming in and getting the shoot done is that makeup and hair was done, like all the decisions were taken out for me. So not only once I booked the shoot, but also getting someone to help me with the outfit choices and then getting makeup and hair done like there's zero decisions left because mm. we all are decision fatigued a bit and so and that's what I loved the best and I loved that we could shoot me in a whole different remit of ways I love that we could uh, shoot me in different looks and different outfits to make sure that we got the well-rounded Emma McQueen not mm. just the corporate Emma McQueen or not just the mum Emma McQueen so we got the whole so I loved that You've been running Femims Photography for 15 years. Oh, my goodness. You must have started when you were five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What moved you out of the corporate world and into setting up your own business? Uh, I always thought through school that I would – something would hit me and I would know what I wanted to do. And, you know, you get to the next level. Okay, when I get to high school, I'll know. When I get to uni, I'll know. And it never really hit me. But I had two criteria for what I wanted to do in life. One was that I wanted to do something creative. And the second thing was that I wanted to do something that I loved and that other people loved as well. And my parents ran a small business their whole life. So I think I had that little bit of um, uh, maybe inspiration from them. They weren't creative, but they had their own business. And I think I'm just very independent and stubborn as well. So I like to do my own thing a little bit and be my own boss. So it took me a while to find photography I went to the National Portrait Gallery when I was living in London for a couple of years and I saw these incredible portraits on the wall. I just looked at them and I just thought they were so beautiful. And I I did love taking photography, but I'd never thought it could be a realistic option for me as a career. But I just looked at them and I went, that's what I want to be. And then I literally just went out to make that happen. So I always think of myself as someone who... um, just chose my passion and then chased it and just worked bloody hard at it, which I still do today. So 
Um, even when I when I, I was in the corporate world for about seven years, I was studying photography um, behind the scenes through that time until I could go out on my own and do it full time, which I've never looked back from. And I love it. I love that I get to wake up every day and do something that I love and that you know my, the people I work with love as well. It's the best feeling. Oh, yeah. And I suspect that our audience are probably sitting here listening to us going, I wish I could do that. I wish I could have a job that I love. I think everyone should be doing work that they love because... What's the point? You work for so long. I love that. I was a bit like you too. I didn't um, know what I wanted to be except in grade 10 I decided I wanted to become a mechanic and um, my dad took me out of it, which I later found out actually just last year, so years and years on, that he wanted to be a mechanic but his parents said no. And I went to him, oh, interesting, history repeats, doesn't it? And he said, look, you wouldn't have enjoyed being a mechanic. I'm like, no, I wouldn't have, but I would have enjoyed owning franchises of mechanics. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so... Um, it's I'm a- glad you're a business coach. <laughs> Thank you. I am actually glad now too. <laughs> so tell me, who are your clients and who's, or who's your target market? Uh, I work with mostly women, but I do also photograph men. But they're my target market and... Mostly uh, thought leaders, uh, consultants and coaches that are experts in their fields. But I also work with, you know, obviously a variety of people from small businesses and startups. But in addition to photography, I do also offer workshops and work with my clients in other ways. Uh, And one of my most popular workshops is my iPhone photography workshops because everyone's got a phone. And whilst it's not a pro photographer, it's our best tool for also capturing images of ourselves and using them for business and content. Oh, it's so true. And we had Nadia Hudson on uh, this podcast and she's a social media digital expert from Optus. But I'm really glad you brought that up because we do use our smartphones a lot and it has become more important, especially for social media posts, selfies, et cetera, et cetera. What are your hot tips for getting the best pics on your phone? I've got two hot tips for you. And they're probably the two biggest mistakes I see people making when they use their use their phone to take photos. One thing to know about phone photography is you need really good light, which obviously you need for most photos, but because uh, our phone cameras are so small as well, the quality of light is really important. So if you can, when you're taking images, make sure you're in really good light. And when I say that, I mean, you know, if you're indoors, be near window light, stay away from artificial light and don't ever stand under a down light. It makes you look terrible. Um, And also skin tone colours go really awful. So try and use natural light. And if you're outdoors in the sun, try and find shade because shade, or we call it flat lighting, is much more flattering. And the other the other thing I see people doing with light with light is they will put the light behind them. So when you're trying to take a photo of yourself, you can appear quite dark in the image because the light's behind you. So turn around and face that light source, unless of course it's bright sun. So that's my first tip. Make sure it's really good light. Uh, The second tip is when you've taken your photo, um, I find people will often, even if it's a poor quality photo, just post it straight to social media or online. It can be one minute out of your time, but just even if you're using the editing tools within your social media app, just to go in and maybe give it a brighten or um, add some contrast or saturate the colours, just spend 30 seconds or 60 seconds saying, how can I make this look better? Um, And I often find, even with my images, Sometimes all I do is brighten them and that's all it takes. Just brighten them a little bit um, so that they look that little bit better and it can make the world a difference. Everyone's going to finish this podcast and go straight to brightening (laughs) up their images, which is freaking (laughs) awesome. And where can we find you, Fee? 
I'm very easy to find. I, I should be after what we said earlier. <laughs> I am Fee Mims Photography online and Fee Mims on LinkedIn and Fee Mims Photography on Instagram and Facebook. So um, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been brilliant. Oh, thank you for having me. I love talking to you. I loved photographing you. And of course, you're my favourite business coach. Oh, you're just you. the best. So thank you. And I've been listening to all your Tea for the Queen podcasts and it's just such a privilege to also be here because they're just fantastic. They're freaking awesome. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. That's Femims. That's it for this episode of Tea with the Queen. If you love this episode, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And you're very welcome to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us with promoting the podcast for others to listen to inspirational topics on leadership and business. If you want to contact me directly, all the details are at my website, emmamcqueen.com.au. It's also where you can find my new book, Go Getter, in which I share practical tips to take control of your life. Speak to you soon. Speak to you soon.